Well, it's UFC 271 time. Nazrat Hakparas takes uh, on Bobby Green in Adesanya versus Whitaker uh, main card. It's live all over India and the region on Sony 10 2 in English and Sony 10 3 in Hindi. It's 8.30 a.m. Indian time. 13th of Feb, and I'm very pleased to have Nazrat here. Hi, how are you doing? I hope you're feeling safe and healthy and your family is good. Good, man. I feel ready. I just arrived in Houston today, checked in with the UFC guys and ready, ready for the fight week, weigh ends, then ready for the fight. I like to start with wins before I get into losses so that we keep it a little optimistic. Rafa Garcia was undefeated till you took him on, uh, Nazrat, and uh, you beat him. That must have been very, very satisfying for you. Uh, talk about that fight. Yes, for sure. But I like to li- live in the present, not in the past. Of course, my past opponents, good w- victories, everything I gained a lot of experience, you know, but I always look forward. He was undefeated. I beat him. Then uh, I fought Dan Hooker, the number eight guy in the world. I lost the decision. And uh, with the worst circumstances a human can have, now I'm fighting Bobby Green. So the present and the future, that's what counts. Yeah, but you're also a man who learns from uh, even a defeat and the loss to Dan Hooker. How did you take that, Nasrat? Your learnings from it. Would you say Would you say you were fighting on the back foot and that's not normal for you? Also, Dan took the fight to the ground, which means you were doing pretty well on your feet. Yes, actually, that's a fight. You know, he did a smart technique. Honestly, I haven't uh, trained three weeks before the fight. My mother, she passed away. I went back to Germany for the funeral. I had visa problems. I arrived the last day. We cut. It was crazy. Just because of the circumstances, just to make it the fight, you know. Then the number eight guy in the world who took Dustin Poirier, the former interim champ, to a close decision, you know, fight with him 15 minutes. And uh, for him to change the game plan to become a wrestler, he have, he never did it in his career. So, I, of course, I was not expecting it. He did it well. He was holding me on the ground, controlling nothing dangerous, nothing, no submission attempts or hard ground pound. But props to him. He won that fight. I learned a lot. So even the best striker can turn into wrestler. So you always need to be aware of that. And for sure, I am... Like the back foot, I never, I never fight on a back foot. But for this fight, I was kind of, I was off. My mind was off. My body was off. My everything was off. I just went in just, just for my mental, you know, just push the fight through and don't quit before the fight. So, of course, that's not my style. And this Saturday, you're going to see uh, uh, the old Nasrat, uh, pressure Nasrat, a violent Nasrat, an aggressive Nasrat. I said last year this time, you were going through a bit of a rough patch. You got sick. You were struggling. You recovered. You came back and fought. How do you look at this year, a one year personally and professionally? Actually, I'm just 26. This is going to be my night UFC fight. I have so much time left in the sport. People at my age, they haven't even made it to UFC. I'm almost having my 10th fight almost. So I, I am a guy, I believe in a lot of experience. All the top guys, they have so many experience. Look at Oliveira, for example. And now I gained a lot of experience, bad, good. And uh, I look forward to this year to, to crack into the top 15 after this fight, make a statement and finally be in the top 15 after this fight. Let's look at the Bobby Green fight. You both have equal grappling ability, but a lot of people say that his striking will count. Plus, he has great cardio. What have you done to prepare for that in this upcoming fight, Nazrat? Honestly, he's very experienced. He had like 41 fights, you know. When, me, I see every opponent, my next opponent as my best opponent, my most skillful opponent. So I take every opponent very, very, very serious. But it's nothing like new, you know. I fought the best strikers in the world. I fought Mark Diakisi in my second UFC fight. I fought Dan Hooker. I fought some, fought some very, very good get, uh, guys. 
and my training partners. You know, for years I'm trained with the best guys in the world. For this training camp, I trained a lot at King's AMA. You can't, cannot have better striking than the guys at King's AMA, you know, like Benil Darius, the number three guy in the world. Having crazy sparring session with this kind of guys to get prepared for everything. And of course, in the end, a lot of about game planning. Bobby Green, as I said, he's very experienced, but he's a guy, he's fighting off instincts. Like he doesn't follow a proper game plan. Like he needs to fight like this, to bring a victory. That's why he's exciting. You know, it brings it, he makes it wild, chaotic, a war. And I'm looking forward to this because I'm very used to guy, guys like this. And I don't think he can surprise me with anything in the striking department. So I expect him also to take, try to take me down. So. I'm looking forward to a very, very nice matchup with Bobby Green. Uh, if you go online, Bobby Green fans feel judges don't like him. <laughs> they they feel he actually won his last uh, two fights and, uh, you know, they want to set the record straight. They say, oh, Bobby's on a six-match winning spree, a six-fight winning spree, but he was robbed of two wins. You think that will be playing on Bobby Green's mind and you think mentally that's an advantage for you, Nazrat? Honestly, you can never say, oh, the guy got dropped, oh, oh, he got this. A loss is a loss, you know. I cannot also say, oh, look, my last fight, I don't count it as a loss. I'm just an honest human. On the paper, it's a loss and it's a loss, you know. The other guy, he did something, so you lost the fight, you know. It's not like you're fighting a punching back and you lose the fight. It's not like this. And uh, I think Bobby Green, his fight is like, um, he's talking to the guys, trash talk, this and that. And maybe that's why fans think, oh, he's dominating. Oh, he's winning the fight. But he's getting punched in the face. You know, while, while talking, he's getting punched in the face. And in the end, he lost 12 fights. This on paper. If he had closed the session, of course, he had closed the sessions. But um, in the end, he can't, he can't, he's coming off a good uh, uh, knockout win over Elia Kenta. So he, he's pumped a little bit with motivation. I'm looking forward to this guy. I'm very impressed, Nazrat. I believe you're a mechanical engineering student at Hamburg University of Applied Sciences. You want to take me back to your to your days there? Normally, MMA fighters, they can't concentrate on, on going to school or picking up degrees because, you know, they're so in the moment. Uh, so talk to me about that. Yeah, actually, uh, four and a half years, I, I, I stopped my uh, study because when I got signed to the UFC, it was time to fully focus on it. Before, I'm not a big fan of university this and that i was trained twice they just make my parents happy so they are like okay my son is studying and he can do his training because nobody was like oh he's gonna be serious about his career of course parents they want something safe for you but when i got signed to the ufc it was time to to move on and fully focus on it you, you remember I think, you, I think at the highest level sorry i think at the highest level you need to be also smart you cannot like be just dumb some guys they're talented but at the highest level everybody's smart game plan like all these guys look habib mcgregor they all became businessmen you know you need to have something yep. in the brain that's a very valid point and that's wonderfully put uh so how how did your parents then then agree i believe when you were a kid you're a little overweight uh, how yeah. did they finally say, okay, Nazrat, go ahead and make a career in uh, in MMA? Actually, I think everything with time adapts. You know, they see me doing this for over 10 years. They saw win the fight. They see my dedication. And then they started supporting. Now they're my biggest fans. My father's my biggest fan. And um, it makes him, makes him a lot of, so proud everywhere he goes. Oh, his father of Nazrat gives him a lot of joy because in the end, Look, there are millions of doctors, millions of engineers, million, millions of educated people, but there are just 600 UFC fighters and especially like 50 guys in my weight class, you know. So it makes a difference. And of course, it's a, it's, it's a proud moment uh, for him always when he talks about me. And now he's the biggest supporter. How did you start? I mean, lots of uh, MMA fighters start with wrestling. Some start with martial arts, Muay Thai. What was the, the first sport you took on before you transitioned to MMA? 
actually I started straight with AMA. I did everything at the same time. I did like five times a week. That's the kickboxing. That's when my base is more striking based and three times a week AMA. So in the end, I focused a lot on striking, but at the same time, I started with AMA directly. Uh, people, I'm from India and people in India are very close to people in Afghanistan. Yeah. Uh, I know you're, you're German, but uh, you must be very proud of your roots from Afghanistan. Uh, talk about that. Oh, 100%. I identify myself more as an Afghan than a German because I'm raised like this, you know, at home, we always talk Afghan, like it's a culture thing, you know, and uh, India and Afghanistan, we are neighbors, very same people. We have a lot of same habits, culture, a lot of similarities. And India is such a big country. And I, I, I feel like Afghanistan, India, India, we should push the AMA scene because I think we have a lot of, a lot of talents in those countries, but they haven't discovered yet. True. Have you ever been to my country? Have you taken a holiday? Do Actually you want not, but, but I'm <laughs> excited, to, excited to come to India. Lovely. The greatest fight you've been in. I know you say you're only 26, you have miles to go, but I feel you've achieved so much as a 26-year-old. When you, when you look back, what's that one fight that you can really be proud of so far? I know the best is still to come, but you look back yeah. and say, Nasrat, you did good in that. Actually, every fight has different experience, but one, one fight where I really can say I'm proud that I did that fight was the last fight because with the circumstance, I broke my head, I got the fight can, uh, off, offered all oh, five weeks with the preparation and five weeks get into fight shape then fly back all these crazy circumstances they made me grow so much so that's if i would not have this experience i would not say oh i grew you know a fight is a fight but fight with difficult circumstances it makes you as a personality grow so i think the last fight with hooker was one of those fights it's very nicely put when you were a kid who's your inspiration in mma who's the fighter you looked up to and said whoa you know i want to be like him george st pierre he is our role model in that sport. When I was a kid, oh, George St. Pierre, George St. Pierre. That was his golden times. Who's going to be in your corner in this fight, uh, Nasrat? Can you just uh, let us know? Actually, George was uh, planned to be in the fight, uh, in the corner. But two weeks ago, he texted me because he has uh, a big family. He has a lot of uh, commitments. And his schedule is always changing. He's an actor. He's he's an entrepreneur. He has a big family. And he was very sad that he couldn't corner me this time. And he yesterday he texted me. Uh, he said, "Brother, please, I'm, we are ready for war, and I'm excited for you to smash." And we are every day in touch, you know. So he, he loves it to be in the corner. He's a big motivation also for me. And for this fight, actually, Firas Sahabi, my big brother Hijo, and my friend Abu Azaita, who's also UFC fighter. Those three are gonna be my corner. Adesanya versus Whitaker. You must be keeping a keen eye on that. Uh, uh, looking forward to that one. All fans of MMA look forward to the category. Yes, I hope. I hope Whitaker. I like him. I love his style. He's a great guy, and he's a very skilled guy. But Alessandro, we never know. Alessandro is such a smart guy. I Mala hope Whitaker. Okay. My last question is: What kind of music do you listen to? Do you listen to Afghan music, German music, some English pop? What's on your phone when you're actually, training or when you're not training? <laughs> actually, I'm not a big music fan, to be honest. Whatever my brother plays, he's a, he's more the DJ. We always call him DJ. He just put something, and then if we're in the car or on the workout, something like this. Yeah. Nazrat, uh, what a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Best of luck uh, against Bobby Green, UFC 271. And hope to see you soon in India. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day.